actually should keep this up. Um, welcome to Tea and Sympathy, where two American ladies talk about drinking tea and watching British television shows. <laughs> I'm Melissa. And I'm Sarah. Um, we're on social media. We're on Twitter, letter T and sympathy, uh, letter T. <laughs> Good letter T. You nailed it. Letter T and sympathy pod. So it's T and sympathy pod, but it's the letter T. T and sympathy pod.com. T and sympathy pod at gmail.com. Facebook.com forward slash T and sympathy pod. You can find us. We have a podcasting home. It's Podbean as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And plug, I feel like Sarah might do this in the close as well, but like, F it, we're, we're, we're coming in hot. Uh, review us. We yeah. haven't asked for reviews in a long time. And I feel like we were asking for reviews before we had like a like a reasonably solid podcasting listener podcast listener base and uh you know we're not sponsored (laughs) I don't know what that has to do with ratings but like rate us and like write nice things about us yeah maybe we'll read your ratings Melissa have you have you rated us have I what have you rated us? Yes, I think I rated us when we first like oh, all right. began on this journey. You kicked it off. I mean, obviously, I rated ourselves and gave us the <laughs> highest rating possible and wrote the oh, most nice. uh wrote the most effervescent. No, I can't. What are words? Uh there's a word I'm looking for, but I don't know what it is. So uh yeah, let's uh let's get into it. Yeah, everybody, this is a a mini pod. Oh, yes, thank you. We will discuss Great British Bake Off. There will be spoilers. It will be slightly shorter than our usual rambling um, brain dump. But maybe, I don't know, last couple of days, last couple of weeks, we're not shorter. (laughs) (laughs) The last couple of weeks, we're just approaching normal pods. Uh, Same. So, you know, um, yeah, I I just I'm gonna jump right in. Who uh, who knew what I've needed this whole time is a Paul covered in green paint with a tiny little spoon. <laughs> um, yeah, Paul is um, the Incredible Hulk is not something I had on my bingo card for this season, but <laughs> there you have it. Um, can I just say I was having coffee with a friend. Hi, Laura. I think she might. <laughs> now listen to us. Um, and she asked me uh, unprompted, or we were not talking about this podcast and she asked if I've been watching it and duh, hello. Uh, and she said, I love Chigs so much. And I was like, I do too. And then we got started talking about Chigs um, erotic fanfic out there. Like there has to be some out there <laughs> and how we would 100% read it. So like, Shout out to Laura. He looks adorable in this episode. He does. Mage. I have a major crush on him. So. The Chig's love is strong. Yeah. 
wow it is but like let's yeah let's shall, so it was, shall we it was free from week which is oh god yeah typically um it, i thought it overall that this was the best like exclusion episode yeah um, i feel like yeah i feel like usually these are kind of a disaster but you know what everybody um everybody did pretty well this week like there were problems with the technical but yeah uh the first challenge the signature was dairy free um ice cream sandwiches sandwiches. so they were allowed to use eggs though in their ice cream and then their cookies they were yep how did i miss that yeah, they stated that explicitly. So wait, they're allowed to use eggs, but not dairy in the ice cream, but they yeah. all ended up not using eggs. No, somebody did. Oh, someone did. I remember there being I was I was not as plugged in. Um, <laughs> I just, my note is, uh, I have a note that it says, no, Paul, there's no finesse coming from Lizzie, so just stop asking. Yeah, well, I think that my issue, which I texted you about, was that ice cream sandwiches are another thing that don't um, translate. They don't translate. And the reason is because oh. a, an ice cream sandwich on a, on a biscuit is not ever going to work because their biscuits are too hard. They're too hard and they, the ice cream smooshes out and more so when it's dairy-free ice cream, which is... Yeah, and my, my God... Um, has no one to Jurgen Jurgen got the closest proportionally, even if uh, and we'll we can we can get to it, but like even if his macaroons didn't work out the way that he wanted, but like ice cream sandwiches, guys, 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 guys. <laughs> can I call you guys my friends? Um, your proportions are are real off. Uh, that is far too much ice cream far yes you should not have like an inch and a half of ice cream when you have biscuits that are that thin which is to say i've seen ice cream sandwiches that are that thick but they are on far larger cookies and i'm gonna say cookies because let's get real (laughs) like biscuits are inappropriate here no you really need to have the like you have to have the chew how are you gonna get through to the ice cream my god you need the it's almost like a fallen cake like an un like something yeah. agent. yeah like a brownie ice cream sandwich is my platonic ideal to yeah. be to be real like because or an underbaked cookies cookie. yeah like cookies get hard it's just like uh, also like what was i uh, personally again this is why they need an American expat. Like I would have done like a, that, cho- um, like what we always think of as ice cream sandwiches, which is that like chocolate kind of indeterminate. I don't even know if you can call it a biscuit or a cookie, but it's like the chocolate one that always leaves like yeah, remnants on your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have done that do that the other thing you need is time in the freezer for the moisture from the ice cream to seep um, into the cookie yeah yeah. it's just along with brownies they just they it's it's uh ironically enough you know lots of influences coming from the european continent but uh we don't have a there's not a lot of (laughs) not a lot of you know america to 
to the UK influence. No, because Paul would Paul would blow his lungs out slagging off somebody who did something <laughs> American style. You know that would happen. I know. I would really like an American expat UK citizen. I just <laughs> I feel like we need that in our life. Anyways, thoughts? Well, thoughts on individual. Um... Sure. So. Did Crystal use miso in her ice cream sandwich? Yeah, she did. And I'm sorry, I'm going to drop an F-bomb several times because I need to it's just, it's, it's, it's in all caps. And I said, for fuck's sakes, Crystal, God damn it, no one wants your fucking miso. Knock it off. I, I just she did. Um, yeah. She did use it again. That is like the fifth challenge <laughs> in a row. I don't know where this comes from. Please stop. See, this is where I... I'm begging you. Yeah. Like I, I understand. So Lizzie is the one who was sent home and I understand why that happened. I do, but I also I feel too. there's a strong argument to be made for things have going the other way and Christelle going home and her over-reliance honestly on miso again and again and again is one of them because the whole thing that they always talk about is like, we want to see something new. We want to see innovation. We want to see novel flavor combinations. And she just keeps hitting that one note. And it's not even like they ever call it out. So like people, um, you know, past contestants have used cardamom a lot. Like I'm thinking of like Nadia who used like cardamom a lot. There's a lot of like curry, like, like depending on their, their, you know, ethnic origin like there is a there is a what's the word I'm looking there is like a through line but like miso doesn't make sense yeah I think people use what they're comfortable with and I think right. also that flavors like, like miso is a weird thing yeah like a lot of people have used cardamom and I think it's just because it's more prevalent of a flavor good. profile in the UK than it is here I think that we're kind of new to the I love miso. So this hurts me to say, but like, they're not calling it out. So stop using it. I don't know why you're using it. It's like, she just like got a big jar and is like, I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to use it up. It's, it's never like, they never specifically say the miso is crap. Stop using it. But they also never say, I've never they tasted never like this anything it. before. It's so wonderful. I can't believe how innovative you are. So just cut it out it's just it's like yeah, oh it's just it's also just like not necessarily a flavor that translates it, in the in the caramel it made sense I have had miso caramel it's delicious but then she puts it into things where like you're not gonna taste it like you're not gonna taste miso in a baked in a biscuit you're just not what it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. It blows my mind. Well, I have another miso note for the the technical, but to wrap up discussion of the signature, um, everybody did pretty well. Um, yeah. Varying degrees of success. They didn't like Lizzie's, the cookie, the biscuit her that she made. Dick biscuit. Because uh, her dogs, she used one of those rollers that puts a pattern on the dough and the no, dogs don't ever do that. She didn't chill them. So they didn't maintain their definition and Paul grabbed about it and she put glitter on them. So she didn't do great in that regard, but they didn't have any complaints about the way it tasted. 
I think Giuseppe, I was surprised because I know people who make um, dairy-free ice cream with tofu, and I thought that was a great call. Yeah, um, I really did think Paul was going to hate it, but I really liked the ginger and maple syrup. Um, that sounded yummy to me. That made me happy. Paul, um, I was surprised he liked it. Yeah. Cause he made a big face when he always makes a face about tofu though. He hates it. Yeah. And then every time he has it, he loves it. So like, maybe just get over it, Paul. Cause he's a child. Cause he's a child. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Um, uh, the technical is a big stern man child all <laughs> here for it. So I'm not even gonna, um, Chiggs was adorable. He said saws to his mom. And I was like, Oh, my heart, my heart exploded. Uh, the technical was so that the challenges were divided up. It wasn't like a dairy free week. So they did dairy free for the signature and then the, um, technical. Oh, <laughs> so sorry, please go ahead. The technical was vegan puff pastry, which honestly, if I had heard that, I would have been like, I'm out. That's no, no, no. <laughs> only a comment on my, my own skills, but. Well, and they, I was so confused because they kept calling it like, was it just frozen vegetable shortening? They kept calling it a vegan block or vegan something. Block. Yeah, I think Be- it was Crisco. Why do they just never use freaking Crisco? Do they not have that there in the UK? Is that not a thing? I mean, I think that it's just not called Crisco, I would imagine, but. I mean, well, but like they don't have vegetable shortening or margarine. Why are they doing this to them? Uh, they love a margarine. Vegan, a vegan block. <laughs> maybe they just can't say it. The, maybe they can't say Crisco on, on the air. I guess. I just, I'm sorry. Before we move on to the technical, I just need to say that, um, Noel said Lizzie's biscuits smell like a coffin and I nearly died. No pun intended. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the inside of a coffin. And we then did. she also, I think she made a dick joke when I watched the closed cap. I had to, she said something about, uh, she said something while she was dusting them and I had to turn it on the closed captioning for it. And I was like, is that a dick joke? Oh, I didn't catch I, that. I, well, I had to go back several times and then I had to turn on the closed captioning and then even I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And I think Chiggs called, um, oh, I think she, Chiggs called Paul a proper pudding lad. And it made me, I um, that was, like, um, grinned. Yeah. Was that, that in the final, was that in the, in the showstopper? Yes. Okay. Then I'm sorry, please. Like, I don't, I don't think I made any notes about the technical because I was just like, why are we doing this to people? <laughs> the technical was, uh, vegan pastry and well vegan sausage rolls and so the the quote-unquote sausage they also had to make and they had to make chutney the sausage was like heavily lentil based i didn't pay a lot of attention to when the sausage was being made because you know nobody wants to know how the sausage is mushrooms and and nuts it was mushrooms and nuts i don't and lentils and lentils i didn't even catch the lentils that's how little i was paying attention to that uh there is a product called vegan block by the way (laughs) god that's Um, like gray why was it gray i don't understand 
strange. But um, they they all had they all looked like sausage rolls. But I started to get bad vibes. I was like, oh no, is this going to be like a, a surprise twist, and Jurgen's going to go home because he dropped his sausage rolls on the ground? Yeah, I was I was stressed out. And his his biscuits had not gone well, mm-hmm. even though they liked them. They, had they not liked them. them. Yes, they did, but they they weren't. You know, as Paul was quick to point out, what they were supposed to be. And then he just put those sausage rolls right back <laughs> up on the tray. I know. And he was like, I think he said something le- clever, like, like, whoops, or like, fixed it or something cute like that. Something very, you they, totally, they didn't totally fall apart. So he was lucky in that. Yeah, fine. Um, Christelle tried to kill Paul with the chutney, the spicy chutney. Um, that was really funny because he was truly overcome and then he made her eat it he made her come up to the and she had said oh it's spicy but then he made her come up and try it and she did sort of um choke a little bit (laughs) yeah she did uh but she came in last and then lizzie came in or no did lizzie come in last uh no she didn't because hers had good lamination yeah I think, she, I think Christelle was sixth or fifth. Sixth? She was last, and then Lizzie was next to last. And I think Jurgen was smack in the middle. Yeah. And Chiggs was first. I know. Oh, <laughs> bless him. I know. Um, and then the I actually really liked the showstopper. It was a gluten-free celebration cake. And of I course, know. it had to be highly decorated and this, of course, drove everybody to do tiered cakes. Was it required to be tiered? Did it have to have Yes, a it was at least two. Um, we did have a Black Forest Gato. Uh, I know, I wrote Oi. Just happy. I wrote Oi Black Forest. And chocolate collars. And I was like, will no one ever learn? Why are you doing this? No, but this? Chiggs pulled it off. I know, we did. I wrote, that's my boy, Chiggs. His looked fantastic. It must His be. His looked fun. great. And I, and Jurgen's also looked great and I was nervous I felt like I felt like that was as they were filming it I was like something's gonna go awry I feel it but it didn't no and I thought that for sure they would say you know how Paul loves to say like the the top you know what's happened is the top layers the top is concertinaed it's (laughs) concertinaed which like just say accordion Nobody knows that a concertina is a whatever. Well, they all knew what vegan black was, so we're just the idiot Americans. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, he didn't have really. Paul had no like mean words for anybody, and and to be honest with you, I have to say, so when when Lizzie, when they showed like sketch, you know, the sketch artist's rendering of what the supposed to look like when they showed it, just like it, I said that's gonna look like the end of the world. And yeah, it's going to look like the um, cake fails where people try to make the Muppets and it looks like some sort of like a creature from the depths of hell. hell. (laughs) But you know what? They loved it. What were the characters on the rice paper? They were letters and numbers because she's um, neurodivert. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there was like more than just, just, I, I, I just sort of set thought she was like getting at like neurodivergent, but I think that. Well, she, she was celebrating the joy of being different and they did think that it was joyful. So, um, and it actually also tasted good according to. He did. 
but the Black Forest got its revenge. It did. Maybe this will put an end to our long national nightmare of people making Black Forest get <laughs> So when it came down to it, um, hard. It was, it was really hard. It was tough. It was tough. No one bombed it. I think, um, really, I think that the, I mean, Paul said something that I was like, oh, 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 because you know how they always say, we don't, we only judge based on that episode, that, that one. one, we don't go back, but they've backpedaled from time to time yeah. to say we've, we had to, because everybody was so, and he said something that alluded to that, but I really think that the difference was that Lizzie's ice cream sandwich wasn't as good as Crystal's. Well, yeah, I think Paul said like something like um, Lizzie pulled out an ace, but like so did everyone else. Yeah. And so they, everyone else did well over the weekend. Yeah. And like just the one thing can't save you. As bad as they all were the week before. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were all really good this week. They sucked. They were. They sucked up caramel week, but they were um, on point this week. So yeah, they did. And I wrote. um, So did you say already she went home? No. Uh, Yeah, it was Lizzie. I wrote au revoir, Lizzie. You sweet goofy cherub. What did she say? Oh, she said she sounded dead scouse because she was crying. She did say she sounded dead scouse. And I'm like, I think, girl, I think... you sound scouse all the time. I <laughs> can't. You are incomprehensible and I love you for it. I feel like Paul really wanted her to stick around I know. because of the, the Liverpool connection. I know. I think he felt bad. But uh, yeah, they all really... Uh, for the quarterfinals, you know, sometimes they get to the quarterfinals and everybody has kind of a wobbly, but everybody did pretty good. Yeah. And can we talk about how Jurgen was like giddy and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my whole life? He was giddy. He like expressed. I'm not saying he's like without joy, sure. but like he's again, like you said, like a Teutonic way. <laughs> Uh, he was really excited and it was so sweet. Yeah. And, uh, Jiggs was star baker. I know. I really wanted them to show him like calling his family. I, they didn't have one of those and it made me sad. Jiggs is really, uh, looking like a strong, I, I, I'm sort of feeling like he might be a winner. I, I don't know. I, it's one of those things where it's like, maybe he has a great, I don't, I, anything could, anything could happen, of course, but it's like one of those, I feel like it's like, I love that story of like, he just started baking six months ago or whatever. Yeah. I love an underdog story. What can I say? I think I will be happy. I think it will be the three men's in the final. And I will be happy with any of the three, to be totally honest, which is a a great season in my eyes when I'm happy when, if any of the three win. Yes. Same, same. Very reminiscent of the Rahul season. The Rahul season is the platonic ideal of Bake Off, really. Yeah, truly. I don't know that that's a 
statement totally made sense, but you get what I'm saying. No, I get it. Like, that's what you want to see in yeah. a bake-off. Yeah. That's great. Well, uh, next week is the semifinals and it's probably, oh, yeah. is it patisserie? Let me take a gander. Hold on. I feel like I talked a lot. Did I interrupt any of your thoughts yet again? <laughs> no, I didn't have a lot of, as always. I didn't. The only thing that I thought that really stood out to me was that it, the judging had to be really tough at the end because, you know, they all did their best. They did their best. Uh, yes. Patisserie. Semifinals. Shigs uh-huh. Christel. Giuseppe Jurgen. I better see some fondant fancies. I better mm-hmm. see some Oh. I better see some. Better see a lot of mirror glaze. I, oh, speaking of mirror glaze, Giuseppe, what were you doing? There's been a, this this is so inside baseball. Uh, I feel like there's been a really definitive lack of crumb coating and I need people to knock it off. Crumb coat your cakes before you pour things on them, people. Yeah. And actually, and Paul did call that out. I have done Miraglaze more than once and you really don't, I mean, he couldn't help it because of the time constraints, but yeah, I know. That's you really can't not do that. And then also not chill it. Like it needs to be quite cold Yeah. before you pour the, cause it looked like, it looked like hot mess express, honestly. It did, but then he covered it up. And I think Paul, uh, Paul was like, I know, I know what you're Paul was like, I know what you're doing here. I see you rough and ready. you. Giuseppe. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, um, I'm just gonna go write you... BRB and write some Paul and Jigs fanfic if anyone needs me. <laughs> some incredible Hulk and Jigs fanfic. Yeah. Uh, coming soon to a Tumblr near you. <laughs> um, God, right. Yeah. Tumblr. <laughs> wow. So we are on Twitter at the letter T and Sympathy Pod. You can find back episodes at tandsympathypod.com. You can email us your show suggestions, your burning questions, et cetera, at tandsympathypod at gmail.com and Facebook, facebook.com slash tandsympathypod. You can listen to us literally almost anywhere. Please rate us. Uh, Yeah, please rate us on your favorite podcasting um, service. You know, only if you're going to give us five stars. <laughs> yeah, don't be. I'm I'm real emotionally fragile these days. So please don't. Yeah, don't be mean. Please don't give us crap ratings. Please. Like, don't be mean. <laughs> I keep thinking of that. Don't be mean. The two girls with a podcast. Maybe. Be best. Be, be best. Eyes on prize. Oh, God. That, I hope we, uh, if, if we, if those a-holes leave us nothing else other than a shattered democracy we do have the best (laughs) and briefly before i sign us off i do want to shout out our top five listener countries for the last yes please which are the the u.s running away with the most listeners and then after that in descending order france the united kingdom ireland and russia Oh, okay. So, uh, bonjour, France. Um, I, I, I guess I'll learn how to say hello, R- Russia. Um, uh, and and then what was the other one? France. Ireland. 
Oh. Um, and the UK. Ask your okay. husband how to say hello, Ireland, in Gaelic. Or yeah, I don't know Irish, how to say hello in like Irish. Uh, I mean. Thank you. Ta, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Welcome to the People's Republic of Cork. <laughs> um, that's an inside joke from a video made by an Irish person describing Irish accents that I sent to Melissa. It's not a broad cultural insight. <laughs> Even though I'm sure Welcome if you... Welcome to the People's Republic of Cork. If you do live in Cork, you probably were insulted by that. But anyway. Um, did I send you, I think, was the... <sighs> When did I send you the something about, I think I sent you like a random something that showed up in my discover feed about like <laughs> tourists visiting Galway and then like residents of Galway. And it was like, oh, there's a hooker in the river. <laughs> <laughs> and they were talking about boats. Oh yeah. It was like, look at that hooker in the river. And it was oh, like, yeah, what but... tourists think. And then it was like a boat. And I was like, well. But I've also been to Galway and like, is a prostitute in the river? Galway hooker is also a beer. Oh. Also, there's uh, one called the Bishop's Finger. Of what? Called the Bishop's Finger. <laughs> <laughs> so when we're over there, it's a funny joke. Amongst oh, you body, body Irishman. Will you take the Bishop's Finger? Anyway. Explicit rated E for explicit. Uh, <laughs> um, and on that note, this is the Tea and Sympathy Podcast signing off. Bye-bye. Well, I can't believe I never told you about the bishop's finger. The Tea and Sympathy podcast is hosted and produced by Melissa and Sarah. It is recorded from Cleveland and Nashville on Zoom using Blue Snowball USB microphones. Tea and Sympathy is edited in Audacity, a free, open-source, cross-platform audio software available at www.audacityteam.org. Tea and Sympathy is hosted and published on Podbean. Thanks for listening.